the art and science of hacking our environment or modulating it to support our body is what biohacking is. Did you also know that this is a key element to becoming a radiant human through supporting our bodies to be as pure as possible? This is where deep eating radiance comes from an inside out approach to reduce inflammation, oxidative stress, and allow you to have powerful energy and the best sleep ever. Check out my top biohacking picks from supplements to EMF protective clothing, to water purification, air purification, blue light blocking glasses, detox options, and much, much more. Head on over to theschoolofradiance.com and check out my biohacking page. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to today's solo episode right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. In today's show, I am going to walk you through my thought processes and opinions towards things like facial yoga and what I actually recommend doing instead. Now, this session is going to be interesting to some of you because let me just break down which facial muscles do what and create which wrinkles. Now, if we think to different rejuvenation options that are available, there's uh, basically a type of product on the market called a neurotoxin or a neuromodulator. And brand names with this include things like Botox, Xeomin, Dysport, Juvon, Nociva. There's always new ones coming out. And what those products and procedures actually do is to reduce the message from the nerve to the muscle which is what alleviates frown lines, crow's feet. And actually in some of my uh, research, I've written a jawline rejuvenation article for more advanced practices for slimming the jowls. Now, let me just walk you through for a moment the different muscles on the face that create certain wrinkles. When we think of the wrinkles between the brows, we think of lemons, we think of frown lines. This is what's called the glabellar complex. So when we're focusing, when we're stressed out, when we're scrunching our face, those are the lines that are caused by those muscles. If we look to the forehead, we have the frontalis muscles, which are vertical muscle fibers that when you raise your eyebrows up, you get those horizontal wrinkles. The wrinkle and the muscle interact in a perpendicular way. Similarly to if we think about around the eyes, it's a circular muscle group around the eyes, which is called the orbicularis oculi. And yes, I have a research paper on rejuvenating the eyes, of course, as well. So when we contract the muscle around your eye, you scrunch, you create the perpendicular crow's feet lines. Also around the mouth, the mouth is essentially a sphincter. It's called the orbicularis oris. So that's why when you purse your lips, you get those vertical lip lines. It's directly related to being uh, essentially 
related to the muscle fibers. Also to the jawline, the jowls aren't necessarily just fat or loose skin, it's actually a muscle, it's called the DAO muscle. And then to the chin, we have the mentalis muscle, which can contribute to the orange peel look to the chin when you pout out your lower lip. You may confuse this with actually having large pores, but it's actually this potorage or this orange peel look that's directly related to the chin muscle. Next up, we have the muscles on the neck. These little tiny sinewy muscles that run vertically are called the platysma bands. And these muscles with the vertical formation, when you flex your neck, when you go, right? Or in the Jurassic Park, you know, there's that dinosaur that, that, that makes its head all big and then it, you know, shakes its neck. Is if you were to, <laughs> it's kind of a funny analogy, but I'm trying to get you to realize that certain muscles create different wrinkles. The platysma bands on the neck are run, running vertically, which gives perpendicular horizontal necklace lines. So knowing this, and of course this is in medical advice, educational information only, if you're wanting to actually assist with helping your facial muscles give you a more youthful look, it actually all comes down to keeping them relaxed. So when I see these different videos and YouTube tutorials or people on Instagram saying, hey, do this facial muscle exercise, I have yet to actually find a facial muscle exercise that actually contributes to giving a more youthful look. Neuromodulators on the market, when they actually are reducing the message from the nerve to the muscle for a period of about three to six months, that's how long these things last. New research actually that's coming out, you can go on PubMed, that even after COVID or after getting the jab, people are actually having a shorter a time of efficacy with these certain products. And I always speculated, I always think of things in a slightly different way and almost get a sense of what's coming down the pipeline. And I had a feeling there would be some type of pharmacological interaction. And sure enough, I was right, the research is already coming out. So if say you've had rejuvenation procedures in the past and you're noticing they're not quite lasting as long, this can actually be why there's actually a pharmacokinetic impact between certain things that are happening in the world. All right, what is my take on facial relaxation tips or facial muscle tips? Now, here we go. Now we're gonna do a little bit of a deep dive into how mind mind works and what I see my most high vibe, beautiful, radiant clients doing and what their faces look like. If you've ever done a yoga class and you hear the instructor say, now relax the muscles between your brows, soften your forehead, do a gentle smile. You've all heard these things. And what this is basically directing you to do is to keep your facial muscles relaxed. When I look at certain individuals that look quite a bit younger than their chronological age, they usually actually have a very relaxed face. Now, not all of us are going to want to inject neurotoxins or neuromodulators or have the funds to do so, and they're wanting to find something else that's more non-toxic. What I want you to do, this is gonna sound too simple to be true. However, hear me out. When you live a life that is from your heart, when you keep a calm face, when you have clear boundaries with people around you, you're going to have less stress come out on your face. And we often hear things of when people go through divorces or passing away of a loved one, it really shows on their faces. 
Now, what I encourage you to do is to actually not allow different life situations or other people's stressors to manifest on your face. This is where clear boundaries and intention come through with your specific aging process. By having a life, cultivating a life that is coming from the heart, you are exuding a more softer vibration and frequency. I mean, you can still be powerful, but you can have some softness to it and not have to overly animate your face in order to convey what you need to convey. Some of you may not know this about me, when I finished my Bachelor's of Science in Nursing, I then went on to do my medical school prerequisites. I wasn't sure if I wanted to become a dentist, a physician, or a naturopath. So what I did was actually take all of the associated prerequisites for that schooling, which is why I have the Gen Chem Organic Chem Biochem and other courses on top of my Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. Very helpful when it comes down to me actually understanding how different products, how different skin ingredients and different rejuvenation practices work because I do have this deeper understanding on the interactions with the tissues itself and the mechanisms of actions, which is really fun for me as a nerd and essentially a key tool as a researcher. So when it comes down to thinking, okay, should I be doing facial yoga? Should I be buying this device that electrically stimulates my facial muscles to make them stronger. At the end of the day, my recommendation is no. And what I recommend instead is making an effort to actually keep your face relaxed as much as possible. So after nursing, what I did was I actually did, while I was doing my med school prerequisites, I was working as a peds ICU nurse and I worked with a lot of sick kids that were on ventilators and I'd actually have to do sign language and convey a lot through my face. So I was actually looking at my colleagues and seeing just how much they were contorting their faces in order to communicate with these sick kids and be present with them and show them emotion. However, what that was doing to my dear nursing colleagues was contributing to their facial muscles becoming really strong and actually contributing to wrinkles and actually accelerating their facial aging process. So. When you see these ads on social media or you see these influencers telling you to do these certain facial exercises, I want you to just take a step back for a second and remember this, that that is actually completely counterintuitive to essentially one of the number one rejuvenation procedures and practices on the market. What I also want you to do is just check yourself and get yourself into a more heart-focused, grounded, centered, balanced, and aligned state. When we are on our life's path, we're leading from our heart, we're working on our vibration and frequency, there isn't really as much room for other interferences or other things that could be negatively impacting your energy levels and your vibe, essentially, and can actually pull you off track. So by staying laser focused on what you're here to do, ensuring that you are holding space for yourself and lovingly holding space for others, you don't have to contort your face in order to react and respond in communication. In fact, having a more relaxed face and a more relaxed and composed demeanor is something that I truly love teaching people so that they can enter a room and have people notice them for all the right reasons. You're going to be likely be more attracted to speaking with someone who appears to have it all together. Now I know we're not all perfect and many of us have messy aspects to ourselves. It is not about being this perfect cookie cutter human. It is about being real, raw, sometimes vulnerable, 
feeling safe and trusting the process. So when you are having communication with yourself and others, have an awareness of what it feels like to keep your face relaxed. In fact, look at the mirror at yourself and notice the beauty in your eyes. Notice the warmth and the love that you exude to yourselves and those around you who you lovingly hold space for. If someone's going through something, I don't want you to match their vibration and their facial expressions. Keep your face relaxed at all times. Now, this isn't just having a flat affect all the time. In fact, one of my best friends, she doesn't like to smile a lot because it wrinkles her face. And unfortunately what that does is it can create in her a more harsh look or not a very warm look. So it's about balancing your warmth with your facial expressions and your communication and not sacrificing your own face in the process. So I hope that this is making sense to you. This is something that I actually speak quite a bit more to in the schoolofradiance.com when we're talking about composure, when we're talking about communication with others. And instead of highly contorting your face, what I want you to do is work with more micro expressions. It's not about having a flat look to you. It is about conveying just the right amount of warmth and not having stress wear on your face. If for example, you're working and you're concentrating on something, you're communicating with someone, just pay attention and have an awareness of what your face is doing. Having an awareness of your physical form is really step one to allow you to really hold your energy, hold your focus and step into your power. This may sound a little offbeat to some of you listening, or it may sound like, oh, wow, I never thought about it this way, but it makes perfect sense. Depending on where you are, learning to live from a more heart-centered space, working on your frequency and vibration is really where I want all of you to put some attention on in your life today. It is possible to navigate through huge life transitions, whether it's relationship or family transition or passing of loved ones, or a very stressful work situation, I really want to encourage you all to not let it wear on your face. And some of the other tips and strategies I have for this is to keep up with your self-care routines, keep up with your daily and your morning and PM skincare practices, keep up with doing a couple of peels once or twice a week at home, keep up with your self-care practices like saunaing, red light therapy, getting outside in nature, one of the other things that was very apparent to me actually this week, because I'm staying in a place that, that honestly the EMFs are through the roof. I have an EMF reader, they're sky high. I might as well be sitting in front of a router all day long. When we start to feel a little bit jittery or a little bit anxious or just something is a little bit off, we're not as relaxed as we say would like to be, I would encourage you to leave the home and get in nature and actually be barefoot somewhere. What this will do is it will help to rebalance your ions in your body. We tend to get a little too positive in the home with all of our devices. We tend to accumulate too many positive ions or protons. Now you might think being positive is a good thing, but when it comes to your body, it's all about balance, balancing your body, mind, spirit, and energy. So what happens when you contact the earth, touch a tree along your walk, maybe walk barefoot for a little bit, or just find yourself a seat, take your shoes off and plant your feet on the ground. Grounding for about 20 to 45 minutes a day is a pretty good rule of thumb. What this does is it allows your body to discharge those excess positive 
protons, positive ions called protons, and allows the Earth to give you more negative ions, okay? Electrons, negative ions. This will help to rebalance your mitochondria, it will help to rebalance your brain, and when your brain's functioning better, your hormones are also going to be functioning better. Not to mention there's many studies online available at PubMed looking at EMFs and skin redness and also eye redness. And I'm writing a literary review talking about EMFs and the skin because the impacts are quite profound. When you are grounded, your blood will actually start to flow better. You'll have better oxygen and nutrient delivery to all of your organs and also the detoxification of CO2 and metabolic waste byproducts. It's actually very simple. Having your face look rested and calm does take sometimes a retraining or a reprogramming in the way that you communicate. Move towards more micro expressions. If you look at individuals like Angelina Jolie, for example, she's not overly expressive with her face. She works with more micro facial expressions, which I can encourage you to do. And when you feel like the stress is accumulating in your forehead, you're scrunching things up, it's not about raising your eyebrows to kind of counteract that. It's just, I see this, I see my mom do that. <laughs> A number of years ago, I would say, mom, don't scrunch your, your brows. And then she would right away lift her eyebrows up. It's not about that. It's about just keeping your eyes nice and bright and open, having a gentle smile. This will also, when you, when you look this way, it's also going to have you look more confident, confident and trustworthy with those that you interact with. So it's about having clear boundaries. If you notice that you're talking with someone and the conversation is getting a little bit too charged and you notice they're contorting their face and you know the, the frequency and energy is, is becoming a lot, what I want you to do is just see if you can even modulate your voice to slow things down a little bit. Think about your words per minute. So if you're communicating with someone and their, their frequency and their energy is like way up here and you're wanting to be a little bit more cool, calm and collected, it's sometimes, this is, this is social skills 101, communication 101, try and find a happy medium where you can sort of match one another and it is important for us to hold space with those, for those in our lives that are most important to us. However, don't sacrifice your face. <laughs> so keep your face relaxed. And one of the ways that you can be in this more relaxed space is by working on your frequency and vibration. So keeping grounded, reducing your electromagnetic frequency exposure, turning off the news as well. I mean, what, what point is there to know what's going on on this part of the world or that part of the world when really what's most important is what's in front of you at this time. And I'm actually looking out while I'm recording this episode on a beautiful treed mountainside. And I just did a sauna, I just did some red light therapy. And then I got really inspired to do this episode because I was listening to a meditation this morning is actually talking about this. It's talking about that energy of furrowing your brows and really concentrating. It's soften that up a little bit. We don't always want to or should be in that high beta state, which is extreme focus, get stuff done. That is a state that you will get into, unfortunately, if you are not electromagnetically grounded. So you've heard me mention this in other episodes when you may be observing people that are going to drugs, alcohol, and pharmaceuticals to numb out or assist with different uh, psychological or psychiatric concerns. 
I can't just, I can't help but think that if they just took time outside, if they just grounded themselves regularly and really started living from a more loving heart-centered space and really started to work on their personal energetic radiant frequency signature, how different their life might be. So just think about someone in your life as a, a bit of a case study. This might actually even be you. If you're talking to someone and you're speaking at a million miles a minute or you're noticing they are and you're wanting to have a more peaceful, calm conversation, some of the things that I would suggest is if you are in this type of situation and you're really wanting them to take the vibe down a million notches, just be a little bit more quiet and talk a little bit slower, right? Have a little bit more peace, have a little bit more grace and love in the way that you're speaking. And hopefully, hopefully, if they take any social cues from you, they will also start to drop down a couple octaves and notches as well. Maybe if you know someone who's really struggling in their lives, ring them up and say, hey, let's go for a walk and then be silly and take off your shoes and do some grounding. This could actually be a beautiful way for you to help someone in your life, right? It's all about holding space for people when we have the energy too, or this could be a practice for you to do today. It's all about leading by example, and it's all about really understanding the power of our own vibration and frequency and living and moving and speaking and creating from the heart, from love. Now, if you think about being in a more loving state, you could just envision how much more relaxed your face is going to be as opposed to constantly like scrambling and working on your laptop and being in that high beta state, you're going to be more focused with your face. You might be furrowing your brows without realizing you might be contorting your lips or chewing on your gums even, which actually will contribute to strengthening certain facial muscles, which will contribute to wrinkles. So the more that we contort facial muscles, the more, if you think about a folded piece of paper, for example, if you have a piece of paper that's folded in half and then you flatten out that paper, that will happen either with certain rejuvenation procedures, like I mentioned before, or it will happen by keeping your facial features more relaxed. That wrinkle will eventually become less deep. Now, if you think about contorting your face all the time and folding that piece of paper up, what that's going to do is actually create that wrinkle to become much deeper. That wrinkle will become much deeper the more that you, you actually activate certain muscle, muscle groups. So I get such a kick out of this when I see different courses, facial yoga or influencers saying, hey, do this facial muscle exercise. When I see influencers talking about this stuff, they have no idea what they're talking about. So really pay attention to the people you are getting information from. One of my girlfriends actually pointed this out with a very high profile health influencer that recently did a story on facial muscle exercises. And I just looked at that and I was like, oh my gosh, all these people are going to be doing this exercise is actually going to be making things worse. So when it comes to getting verifiable, trustworthy information, you also really have to use your wise discernment and your own wise discrimination on which information is resonating with you the most. So one of the best ways to soften your facial muscles and create a more youthful, relaxed, open, uplifted, and loving look to your face 
You can go straight to rejuvenation options, which I can walk you through in a one-on-one consultation. Use promo code podcast 15 for 15% off of your one-on-one with me at rachelvargo.ca. Link is in the description of this episode. Or you can be very diligent with your self-care practices, with your skincare, incorporate things like dermal rolling, use lasers. There are wonderful lasers that promote collagen. I'm noticing a lot of people are wanting to move away from facial injectables, not to mention the recent studies that have come out actually that uh, neurotoxins aren't lasting as long because of pharmacokinetics and dynamics. So there's that as well. And my intention is to give you the information that is applicable on a certain topic and then you can run with it. The other thing I wanna talk about is how to actually support your body during times of stress. And that's where adaptogens come in. That's where body, mind, spirit, energy practices come in. That's where biohacking comes in to keep your air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and your detox pathways clear and purified. If you wanna have a great looking face, if you wanna slow aging, it's not about just buying products and showing up to practitioner. It really is about making positive lifestyle decisions every single day, every moment throughout the day, doing things that are good and supportive of your body. So taking certain supplements like adaptogens are pretty much step one. That's why I love the Organifi products. Use promo code VARGA and save on your next Organifi order. You can check out all my favorite things at rachelvarga.ca favorites. You'll find the Organifi Superfood Adaptogen Juice Blend Powders. I actually put the Harmony in my coffee every morning. I like the gold in the evening, the green juice in the morning, and the red juice midday for extra energy. And they are the most delicious supplements I've ever tried. They're super clean, they're glyphosate free, and they're just giving your body adaptogens so that you can manage stress. When your body can manage stress, it's going to be less likely to actually present itself on your face. The other thing is to make sure that you are free of toxins and doing regular detoxes. That's why I love the lifestyle cleanse on my favorites page as well. When we have excess yeast, fungi, molds, or parasites in the body, that's gonna gung up your machinery and your skin cells are rapidly dividing cells. If there are toxins and things in the way, you're not gonna have great skin. If there are toxins and things in the way, you're going to have accelerated aging. So having a astute awareness on staying pure with your air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and regular detoxing, we're talking every month or every quarter, not just every couple years, because when we move through life, we accumulate different things not to mention the things that are unseen. So having a regular prayer practice, a regular meditation practice, yoga practice, these are all very grounding. And when you're doing these practices, make an intention that you are keeping your face nice and relaxed. When you have communication with others, notice the people in your lives who scrunch up their faces all the time, they're super animated, what their life and their frequency is like versus those who you know, that have a more cool, calm, collected composure and they don't wear their emotions on their sleeve or on their face and they do more micro expressions. This is helpful for you to see the contrast with the two different, well, there's more than two, with the different types of people that are working from a different frequency. It's up to you to have a conscious effort to be navigating from your heart, navigating from a space of love, knowing that none of us have perfect bodies Sure, a lot of us have messy aspects to ourselves, but just 
work and navigate your life with as much grace and ease as possible, knowing that you are doing the best you can to look after yourself and also lovingly hold space for others when you need it. However, have clear boundaries. If you need to take some time to yourself, if you need to just separate yourself from certain energies because you notice that they're riling you up, do that instead of going straight to things like drugs, alcohol, and pharmaceuticals. Take the time, have these daily practices. And if you're curious what my most vibrant clients are doing, I actually have a whole ebook on this, Unlocking Your Vitality, which you can download at rachelvarga.ca. It's a great read. There's about 70 or 80 pages to it. And I basically highlight what my most high vibe and radiant clients are doing. Now, if you've listened to the show for a while, you've had a one-on-one consultation with me, you've taken a skin camp, and you're looking for that next layer to really present yourself in your most powerful way with radiance, with ease, with composure, to get what you want in your personal professional life, this is where the theschoolofradiance.com comes in. This is this final layer that I'm adding into my offering to help those present as their most beautiful, luminous, radiant, powerful, confident, and competent selves. This isn't just for the ladies, this is for the gents as well. And I look forward to supporting you further. Let me know what you thought about this episode at info at rachelvarga.ca. Send me an email and have a beautiful high vibrating day. What would I like for you to do today? Get outside, ground, and have an awareness of your face. What is your face doing when you're doing certain tasks? What, if, what is your face doing when you're having certain conversations? And have an awareness. Start with an awareness of your face and then literally the awareness of your energy and frequency and consciousness will also follow. Stay focused and live from your heart. I love you all so much and I'll see you guys again right here on the Rachel Varga podcast.